Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, we've got news, but more importantly than that, we've got Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can, catches webs, spins his web, just like flies. That too. We're going to talk so much about Spider-Man that you'd think we were J. Jonah Jameson. The Daily Bugle starts now! You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, that's right. It's I so love dramatic. The, the, yeah, it's, I love it so much. It's so serious. <laughs> I was going to say, it's the chorus. Like, that's I, I, or the uh, unity of so many people yeah. singing along. The uh, We once had Stanley on a radio show that I worked on, and uh, we played this, and he's like, you're playing my theme song, which I feel like it is. Oh, yeah. He's got radioactive blood. Welcome to <laughs> Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt. Uh, returned, and uh, after uh, the ladies did such a great show last week, I don't think I'll ever be gone again. Oh, <laughs> because uh, I, uh, you know, I, I feel I felt threatened. That's how good that show was. But anyway, you guys did a great job, so thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And we then missed then you. There was so much. I took so many notes. I had to like comment and comment and comment in the uh, in the YouTube, which Amy responded to. It was like, oh, you said a lot. I did. Yeah, but, I was like, I can't. I can't can't go through Wrote a novella, point. but great points were brought up. I tried. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I'm Christian Blatt. This is Zia Landerson. <laughs> hey, guys. Officially, that's your name. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, and Amy Cassandra Martinez. That is me. And happy birthday, Caroline. Yay! And it's good. We're, for those watching on YouTube, we're bookending the panel with Spidey shirts. Yes! So that's good. Perfect. Yeah. And we're the two ones in the middle. Of the yeah. yeah. Flowers? Well, I, yeah. I, I thought, like, I was like, oh, I could bring some of my clean extra Spidey shirts, but then I'm like, oh, but they're small, so, you know, the ladies, they're not going to fit PJ well. shirt. So, yeah. So it's all right. So we'll now we're going to start a Kickstarter to get you guys Spidey oh, shirts. Oh, I like that. Oh, but you have one. I could always use more. Okay. It's actually kind of uncomfortable to wear. It's okay. like the, the next two high. Okay. Yeah, so, new Spidey shirts. On that. I can't. New Spidey shirts for everybody. Uh, and uh, yes. Carrie <laughs> is in the chat. So, yes, uh, we are live in the chat. We're going to talk a little news up top, but like I said, there's a lot of talk about Spidey. We're going to talk about all of the Spider Man animated series the good, the bad, and the. Huh? Amazing. So, yeah, and the amazing. The thank ultimate. You. Yeah. Yes, that's true. The ultimate, the spectacular. And the MTV one, too, which is a, a little bit of a divisive topic. I but believe it's actually called the, the new animated Spider-Man. That was called yes, the new is. animated Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Yes. Well, they wanted to call it, They well, we'll get into it, but they called it that because they wanted to differentiate it from, you know, the good animated series. From mm. the but uh, anyway, uh, so let's start off with some news. We uh, have... Since, like right after last week's show, I think they announced that Runaways season two is going to drop on December twenty first. The whole season, not like they did last year. Oh boy! And oh. there was a little teaser trailer as well. And um, it's going to drop four days before Christmas, so I don't know when they think I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I know. But um, oh wow! Well, Boxing Day perhaps, like uh, starting on the twenty sixth, maybe. But it's like I'm going to be shopping, I'm going to be wrapping, and you know. I don't well, know and then there's New Year's after that, and then there's things well, in between that. I mean, I've got two kids, so like New Year's isn't a thing. But uh, I get for the rest of you, that's probably a problem. Yeah, that's New Year's marathon. Duh. Oh, yeah. We're not going anywhere. We're just yeah. watching the runaways. Right. Best thing ever. So, marathon. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't. I don't remember. I, Anthony, is this something where... Oh, and in the booth, of course, Tony B. Tony. Uh, is this something we can play without sound or, or with sound? Or what's the rules on trailers? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Okay, let's hear a little bit of Ooh. it, and then we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more. Is mealtime a story? Oh, it's a commercial. We'll oh, I love commercial. this commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. Because who, Ooh, who wants to eat potatoes. their broccoli when there's french fries? I mean, potatoes are vegetables. Hey guys, mm-hmm. we know you've been worried since we ran away. I was worried. Oh, this is so cool. And together. But Thank God. Out here has not been easy. You're receiving this message. Please listen. Something big is coming December 21st. And we need you to let everyone know. Everyone that we trust, that is, Pride has eyes and ears everywhere. We're in danger. 
And now that we've told you about it, you're in danger too. Oh, oh no. That's not cool, guys. guys. Do not forget, December 21st, Runaway Street. That's right. Right where we left them at the bus depot. Which that's some shoddy set dressing because it looks like it's a Home Depot and they just put the word bus over the. Mm. But uh, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, so it's very exciting because what? the show is coming back. The entire second season is coming back much less than a, a year from season one. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so uh, I'm I, just glad this t- teaser kind of makes it seem like right after. Yeah. Because someone having unnaturally colored hair, I'm like, Gert, man, you can't maintain that purple hair. <laughs> Damn, girl, what products do you use? <laughs> well, probably dinosaur-based products. Yeah, right? So um, <laughs> so that's exciting, though, because, one, it, it's going to, you know, you're going to be able to binge it, but then it's going to be back so much sooner than I thought. Um, so Woo-hoo! what that really means is, uh, Zia, I guess you got to get to watch in season one. Yes, and me too. Oh, that's you right. I forgot. Oh, my goodness. I forgot you came on the show alone. after it was okay. over. That's yeah. what I was wondering, because she saw the raptor. I She's really like, what? Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, like I'm why just are there play dinosaurs? <laughs> why are there yeah, dinosaurs? Yeah, like Jurassic Park. Um, You're going to okay. have fun. Yeah, it, this it's is a, a good show. It's, it's a 10 episodes, too. It is a slow-ish burn at the beginning, I'll tell you that. Because, again, it's similar to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in terms of it's a superpower show, but you don't get to the superpowers till a little bit in it. Okay. But that's something, like, I wish I had kind of known, because I'm like, I want the superpowers. The smart thing they did is it was mostly a weekly show, but the first three went out. Yes, the first day, that and helped. that really helped because if those had been over three weeks, it would have okay. been infuriating. Um, but you know, like Cloak and Dagger, it's ten episodes, and as much as we love the Netflix shows, I think we've all said that there are some of those seasons would have been so much better if it was mm-hmm, only ten. Mm-hmm. So and this is a strong ten episode season, and when it ended, I'm like. No, this isn't the time to end. This is the time for more, which mm-hmm. is what you want. Mm-hmm. You don't want the oh, finally it's over. So uh, very exciting for that, and uh, we'll be able to uh, check that out uh, very soon. And who knows? Maybe we'll get our friend Ryan Sands to come back on the yes. panel and uh, talk he was about so nice. it. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of the dads on the show. But, yes. Uh, anyway, so we've got that coming, and much sooner than that. We have uh, Iron Fist season two, as we mentioned, on September seventh, and we have. A new trailer, a new teaser trailer, where we actually get to see uh, Davos as the as the Steel Serpent. I almost called him the Silver Serpent, and I knew that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, a character from uh, Iron Fist lore, uh, also from Kunlun, but uh, did not defeat the dragon, so uh, he is not He's the very Iron bitter Fist. About it. What was However, that date again? He's not it is September seventh. Really coming so, coming so if up. I wanted to read any of that comic, me and blaze through that real quick. Yeah, um, you know, but you don't have to though. I okay. mean, it's like you know. It, well, I was trying to read some of it, but Cloak and Dagger. I'm just I'm going through slowly. Yeah, so, yeah. well, no, I mean it's good. So um, if we can, uh, how long is this, Anthony? Does it say two is, minutes and twenty? Okay, so seven. we're not going to show the whole thing, but let's uh, just get it started. We'll watch I don't know, about a about a minute, but we'll start chiming in, and when we see, uh, and uh, this is serious, Danny. This part. <laughs> you know. And Colleen's obviously worried about it. Mm-hmm. How many times a night you light that fist up? <sighs> Not enough. <laughs> That's yeah, the real answer. Yeah. But I could see him do see that. How much you're pushing yourself. Just a lot. To keep the peace. Or practice before he could do it, and then was out for a while. And that was mm-hmm. his chi never worked in the first season. Yeah. So finally, he's got his chi, and Colleen's on his case. That looked pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I like that. But I'm just... The yellow streak. And the thing we need is when Davos slash Steel Serpent shows up because that's when we're going to really get to see the look. I'm already feeling this choreography too, though. That it's better yes, than season you one? Can already yeah. see I it. I think they made a point to showcase it. Yeah. So it's all very exciting. Here it is. Yeah. There's the yellow mask. Finally. It's all we really need. They can they can skip the slippers. We don't need the slippers. You know, I saw an article. They were talking about how the yellow mask doesn't transfer onto film, but I disagree. It, I mean, it looks great here. I think it so. looks great. Yeah. Now you'll give me what's mine, brother. Yeah, this is pretty serious. And I love the red Ooh. steel serpent fist. So we got double the fists. Fist that, against fist. Does that mean you should two fist it while you're watching it, totally yeah. holding two drinks? Yeah, double, double fisting. Fist. Yes. Yeah. 
And just in case you forget, oh yeah, Colleen and Misty. Oh, that could be the best drinking game. Whenever anyone gets hit with the red fist, you drink one hand. If anyone gets hit with the yellow fist, you drink the other hand. And, there you go. And whenever Danny says that he defeated the dragon in Kunlun, you finish your drink. You finish it, yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be really you're be blacked hammered. out by episode yes. four. <laughs> anyway, very excited for Iron Fist season I'm two. I'm much more excited for season two than I was for season one. I think one. Yeah. Carrie, they they heard you, but you know, not necessarily only you. But you're what you're saying <laughs> is what a lot of people said, and what Zia mentioned, the choreography. These are all things they know what yes. people's problems were with yeah. season one. They fixed uh, it. I admire do, that. Do you no, know what? Yeah. You know yeah. what? We don't see in any of the trailers. We don't see Ward. We don't see Joy. I believe that they'll probably be in it, but the supporting cast was, you was see, a pretty big problem. You see Joy very briefly. You know what? You're right. You, do. you just see her very briefly. They're see, not featured. No. Yeah. And whereas even in the trailer for season one, they were in it a lot. And uh, they're just like, no, no, this is about like cool like fighting and, yeah. you know. Iron fisting uh, and all this stuff. Inkin TV says double the fist. <laughs> double <laughs> the go. fist. Yeah, exactly. And with our theme of Spider-Man today, Christian Jackson points out Iron Fist Season 2 comes out the same day as Spider-Man PS4. Ooh, the game comes out. Okay. I, yeah. hope that, uh, I hope that that's a game that uh, our friend Michael Shirley will be playing because uh, his, his role in the show will be to Skype in and play Marvel. Uh, let us know about the new Marvel video game. Well, so nice. hopefully. He doesn't have a PS4. Uh, so that's going to be a problem then. Uh, do you have a PS4, Anthony? Yeah, I do. All right, good. <laughs> so it's going to so be you can, yeah. you can take that job from him. He's, no, he's busy in, in Tennessee anyway. So. Okay. Um, so anyway, very excited about that. And I think the consensus is... You know, look, I liked season one, but I'm more excited for season two. This <laughs> looks great. Yes. And um, I don't know how I'm going to fit it in that weekend, but I want to just, like, watch it all. The one mm. thing I didn't like about that trailer, I feel like they showed too much in the trailer. They show a lot. They showed so much. I'm like, I feel like I know the entire story. Well, maybe, maybe it just seems more, that way. Yeah. There's probably I'm a lot hoping. more. But they really, I, I don't know, don't don't leave anything on the table because they know that people are a little apprehensive about this character. They're like, let's put our best foot forward. Yeah. Let's make sure yeah. that they see how awesome this season's going to be. <laughs> so let us know uh, if you are more excited for Iron Fist Season 2, if you're watching in the live chat, or the archived uh, YouTube comments after the fact. Um, not really much to say on the uh, one other item in the news, which is uh, there, every indication in the past week is that James Gunn will not be coming back for Guardians 3. I feel like they're probably going to use his script, and if his name doesn't appear on it, it's probably because they're going to throw a lot of money at him and they make him use a pseudonym, you know, mm, because it's mm-hmm. like they had a finished script. They probably spent a ton of money and it probably works. Um, but, uh, you know, I did agree with something that uh, Anthony said last week. I don't think it's going to be disastrous for him to not direct this movie because I loved the first Guardians and I liked the second one, but there was a, a pretty sharp decline between the two of them. Mm. And yeah, I just feel like you know what? Let's have let's have somebody else do the third Even one. Even with Kurt Russell there, yeah, like, I it know it's still, true. I do love Kurt Russell. It just yeah. didn't really have like the emotional gravitas as like the first one did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I the second one really. It spoke to you. Was it, I think both of them. Was it because did. of the Dairy Queen product placement? Is that it, really what got exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah, that's and what I, I thought. Love, I hate Dairy Queen. <laughs> I hate. What? I hate it. No, I'm Blizzard. Sorry, no. I'm sorry. No, to intru- Blizzard. I'm sorry to introduce that this is our last show with Amy. We're so <laughs> sad. We're gonna. It's, it's gonna be so sad to see you go. Why do you hate dairy? Food poisoning. Okay. Uh, time, kind of legit. No, that's, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I say that's a very specific way, hatred. It also wouldn't stop me, but just be in front of a while. Well, I haven't been to Burger King in about. 15 years because of food poisoning, so I get it. Oh, but if they yeah. would like to sponsor the show, uh, Zia <laughs> will go there. We'll all go there. We'll have a, a mm-hmm. meal after every show. A Whopper and a Dairy Queen. Um, speaking of uh, product placement and uh, sharing some news <laughs> with people. Yes. Well, hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans like you. But we do need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you and you'll help us continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, we none of us likes those, um, don't be... Don't be worried because they're totally optional. So all you need to do is hit that subscribe button for now and or now, do it right now. Right now. She's waiting. She's waiting. We're all waiting. <laughs> right now for this channel and check out our other Afterbuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments down below and we'll thank you out on air. 
on air. Uh, for now, <laughs> thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Thank you, Amy. Well, thank you. You'd, uh mention what are people saying for Iron Fist. Uh, Ghost8386 in the chat said, I enjoyed Iron Fist Season 1, and I am hyped for Iron Fist Season 2. All right. Christian Jackson says, same referring back to them, uh, but still hoping Season 2 is better than 1. Definitely agree. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Having less of Ward and Joy and all, that'll help. I, that was definitely my problem. More Colleen, which it seems like we're going to get. And Misty. And Misty, too. Yeah. So, we're getting Colleen yeah. and Misty. I'm so excited um, for the team up. Very excited about all that. And we have a few more weeks to get all hyped up for, uh, for Iron Fist and uh, binge it. But uh, so uh, our main overall topic for this week is indeed the amazing, spectacular Spider-Man. And we are going to talk about him because right now the only first-run Marvel series of any kind that's on with new episodes is... Marvel's Spider-Man, which I like to think of as Disney's Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah. It's on Disney XD, and it's is very kid-friendly, but not yes. my kid who's three. So it's like, because I was watching it, I'm like, I can't watch this with it. It's a little, there's the stakes are too high. There's people who might die, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't need any of these conversations. Too dark, too dark. Yeah, but, um, and it's very kid-friendly. But what I do like about that show is some of the... Uh, the guest appearances, like uh, uh, Kamal Khan, uh, if I said her name right, uh, that Ms. Marvel showed up in an episode, and some of the, some great villains and stuff like that. So, I saw that episode. Yeah, I think it's great <laughs> to see some of the villains. Like, mm-hmm. like, there's a fairly obscure character named Spot who shows up in a in a four part episode that's called uh, "Here Come the Supervillains" or something. And uh, anyway, so uh, the show's kind of fun. It's very light. And I have a lot of problems with some of the continuity things, like Spider-Man and uh, Peter Parker and Miles Morales are both Spider-Man on the show, which I yeah. do have like yeah. a fundamental problem with. But and Anthony, I think I had this conversation with you when I started watching it. Miles was on, but he didn't know he was Spider-Man yet because I, I started in season two, and I'm like, is he Spider-Man? Is he a Spider-Man? Yeah. And then he's th- there. He is sometimes. And I'm yeah. like, all right, so this would help if I'd watched the first season, I suppose. Yeah, well, same. I, I did. I did. I was able to watch that episode where he becomes a Spider-Man, and he's mm-hmm. like really reckless. And then, and then Peter's like, "No, I need to teach you how to do this." And he's like, "No, I want to go beat up our bully because uh, we need to teach him a lesson." <laughs> and so it was like Spidey teaching him all about like, with great power comes great responsibility, and all that jive. With season two, episode six, uh, both. He and Spider-Man are fighting yes. Venom. Yes, they both fight Venom. Yeah, which is it was so trippy to see. Yeah, it was, it cool, was to, cool. It was cool to see uh, to see Venom as well. Yeah. I, I thought that. I mean, he was in the uh, the '90s animated series, but uh, yeah. So they they have a lot of good characters mm-hmm. in here, and they have the Avengers show up because it's animated, and you don't have to worry about the rights that they do with movies. So that's actually well now Spider-Man can hang out with the Avengers, but uh, that doesn't mean you couldn't even see the X-Men maybe. But anyway, um, so we're gonna go chronologically, even though we just talked about the new one. We're going to go back and we're going to chronologically talk about all of the different Spider-Man animated series. And then we're each going to uh, pick a favorite. Um, so when someone's favorite comes up, we will talk Yay. about it. <laughs> so we're going to start with the 1969 series just called Spider-Man, which, as it turns out, is Amy Cassandra Martinez's first, not first, your favorite which what? is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. And well, it's actually funny that you said first because, yes, that was the first introduction I had to any kind of animated Spider-Man. Really? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is It is for me because when I was really little, the Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends wasn't even on yet. This was always in reruns and I would see it in the mornings, uh, oh. you know, just as a kid. So uh, this was the first thing that I saw. But uh, so you saw this one. Mm-hmm. And That's interesting. When I say the first one, I mean in this last week. Oh, like, okay. Ever. Oh, so you've, so you've never, never seen any animated shows. Oh, okay. That, okay, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I was like, where did you see this yeah, and how? Because well, I'd never seen it. Yeah, because it, <laughs> it was on, you know, it was just on, like, broadcast TV as a, as a rerun, you know, just okay. in the morning, hmm. and I would see it. Uh, and there weren't that many episodes. There were three seasons. And the interesting thing is, from season two onward, it was animated by Ralph Bakshi, who is very well known for making uh, Fritz the Cat 
And then there was a movie uh, that mixed animation and live action called Cool World. I was going to say yes. Toon World. Yes. That's right. Love yeah. Cool World. That's a good one. And that's yeah. Ralph Bakshi's yeah. animation in it. Yeah. So, And he did this uh, fairly subversive uh, version of Mighty Mouse in the mm. late 80s as well. So I, and I, oh, but it, it doesn't look like his style, his style, sorry. But, uh, and it's, it's very rudimentary. It's very simple animation. It's very cheap. It, it actually talks about on the wiki for the series, it talks about that they would reuse background animation and characters. Hmm. And they actually took, there was apparently a show called Rocket Robin Hood, which sounds, of course, amazing. Never heard but of that. They read me either. <laughs> but they reused all the background animation, some characters, and even a storyline for, for an episode of that cool. Spider-Man. Um, what I didn't like about it when I saw it, because you, I, I remember, you know, uh, Carrie always talks about taking you know comic books out of the library. There would be like VHS tapes of multiple episodes at my library, and I'd bring them home, and they weren't. They weren't super enough. They were like these villains that weren't real villains from the comics, even like from the the five years that existed at that point. And I was like, well, we're and there are episodes with like the Green Goblin and stuff, but there's a lot of episodes that don't have the mm-hmm. real villains. So I'm like, well, where's where's like who you know where's the Rhino? Where's you know Sandman? Where's all these guys? So I felt like the show was a little, I don't know, it was just a little too simple, and they kind of. Missed the opportunity. It was just a lot of green villains that weren't the Green Goblin. But, uh, Amy, what did you like about the show when you saw it? Well, the animation. The animation's just, like, so old school. It's very old school, yeah. And it's so cool to me that that's, like, the first Spider-Man, like, animated Spider-Man to be shown on screen. So that whole feel, for me, made it my favorite one because it's, like, Started from there, now we're here. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's so cool. Also, I mean, the music is just like super sixties. That was theme. my favorite. I mean that Spider Man theme song <laughs> is amazing. Is awesome. I, I'm stunned that Zia, you'd never heard I've that never song. Never heard it. Wow. I was so annoying days after watching that. I was just walking around the house singing that song. My fiance was like, Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> I feel that one's classic. Like, even if you didn't yeah, watch it, yeah. it's still yeah. played somewhere. I that, just missed it. That was uh, one of the first short videos that I would let my son, who's three now, I would let him watch. You know, we would watch, like, the 60-second opening of, mm-hmm. of that. And he loved that song. Yeah. And uh, I was telling Zia about it. He used to have these uh, Spider-Man pajamas where he had the webs under his arm. That's like, so Like, cool. pajamas. And so he would, like, run out holding my phone to the theme song to, like, a big room full of relatives. It was very adorable. Aww. So, But he, the funny thing is, like uh, I played that song not that long ago, you know, putting together notes and stuff. And he, what he remembered is, is he said to me, "It's like we listen to that on the computer." I'm like, "That's right," because I used to sit him on my lap and we look at the computer. Now mm. it's like we, you know, the, the iPad, the phones, and stuff. But he, we used to sit at this very laptop and uh, we'd watch it. So it's a great song, and uh, that's the big takeaway from that series is how great that song that's, is. Yeah. There <laughs> are a couple of other versions of that song that maybe we'll use in the weeks ahead whenever we talk about Spider-Man. There's a cover that the Ramones did, Ooh. and there's like also. Michael Bublé version, which is fun, but the Ramones version is way better. Uh, oh, but it's from, I think, Spider-Man Two, the uh, the one with Doc Ock. Anyway, mm-hmm. so the best that one. what's that? The best one, yeah, yeah. The, the best Spider-Man movie that was made. One of the best uh, superhero movies that was made. So anyway, that was the first series. You heard that, Amy? No, <laughs> no, sorry. sorry. That. I, there, oh, thank you so much for commenting on the last video and Amy's oh, yeah. opinions on it. Yeah, no, that's great. I love it when you guys share your opinions I, and comments down below. I do think that uh, <laughs> people should give a fair shake to the uh, Andrew Garfield movies. Yes. Th- yeah, especially, especially just Ugh. to watch to watch Peter and <laughs> Gwen. You know, like I just, I just like me. Peter and Gwen Stacy. But anyway, so the next Spider-Man series that they did was just called Spider-Man. It was in 1981, and it was on NBC Saturday mornings, and it was paired up with a Hulk syndicated, uh, not not syndicated, but it was paired up with a with a Hulk uh, cartoon, and um, it was okay. It had some familiar faces like the Green Goblin and stuff, but after a year, they were like, no, this doesn't quite work, so it morphed into Spider-Man as Amazing Friends, Mm -hmm. which is my choice for my favorite Spider-Man series. Not because it's the best, but Mm -hmm. because that was the one that I just really loved, and that really 
had a lot to do with my love for superheroes, but specifically my love for Spider-Man. Uh, I would say Spider-Man is Amazing Friends and the Super Friends are the two reasons that I liked. And the Super Friends is awful, but you know it had it had basically the Justice League on it. And so Spider-Man is Amazing Friends and all the guest stars. That was a very important show to me. The, look, the '90s Spider-Man animated series is way better. It's like the, that's the best. But my favorite is Spider-Man is Amazing Friends. And there's a couple of great episodes that I've mentioned before on here, which include seven little superheroes that have, uh, well, six guest stars or four guest stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an episode with the X-Men as well. So uh, that so those are kind of fun. Uh, there's an episode with S.H.I.E.L.D., not the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast that we love, but Nick Fury. Nick Fury, who looks more like David Hasselhoff than... Uh, <laughs> oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. 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 The, 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 but uh, so that... That is, uh, I don't know, that was a fun show, and I just really liked it as a kid, and it re-ran for a long time, just like the 60s Spider-Man did. I mean, there wasn't another Spider-Man show for almost 15 years after that wow. 60s one, because it just kept running. They would just mm. rerun it all the time, so it's like, well, what do we need more Spider-Man for? And eventually they were like, well, maybe because we can animate better now. Uh, so that brings us to the 1994 Spider-Man, also known as Spider-Man the Animated Series. This is a, a favorite of two people here. There it is. Okay. Nice. This is a favorite of two people on the panel. Uh, the other two whose favorites haven't gone. And to me, I will say it is the best. It is definitely the best series. Um, totally. So it's just so well done. And it, it was really true to the spirit of Spider-Man. And they used a lot of storylines, much like the X-Men animated series from the same time period really was inspired by the comics and they kind of followed the blueprint pretty closely. A lot of kids' superheroes stories would be like, oh yeah, we're not going to do anything that like what worked in the comics. We're going to dumb it down because kids are stupid. And in the 90s, you started like taking, you know, giving kids a little bit more credit with, you know, obviously different universe, but the Batman and um, Superman animated series from DC were both great as well, all at the same time period in the early 90s. Um, so, uh, but I wanted to let Zia and Carrie talk about why this one is their favorite. Carrie? Because uh, since you're the birthday girl, you go first. Oh, thank you. Well, also, I did want to say Incan TV agrees with you, saying Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends was their favorite as well. Oh, you know, a little footnote to that, by the way. The character Firestar was created for Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. Oh. And then later was introduced in Marvel Comics because she became, she had been so popular. It took years, but she first showed up in Uncanny X-Men 193. Now, Hmm. there is another instance of a character from an animated series being so popular that they were then introduced in the comics and became canon. And does anybody have an idea who it is? Anyone in the class? It's a show that I just mentioned. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. Is it the X-Men animated no. series? No, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. first oh. showed up in Batman the Animated Series and was such a popular character. They started hmm. putting her in comics and, and movies. Really? So, yeah. I was so, going to say Batman cool. Beyond was my favorite Batman series. One of my that one was Batman. good, too. No, I did yeah. like that. But anyway. I mean, the regular Batman was good, too. So, Anyways, uh, back yeah, to Back, back yeah. to you and, and uh, why Spider-Man's well, your favorite. I, I think the 90s cartoon, which most 90s cartoon, was kind of the golden age of cartoons because by then the art style was just so much better because the older cartoons could have maybe had good plot and everything, but I wanted to be a cartoon artist when I was a kid, so I really liked the visual aesthetic of shows. I still do. Uh, So I'm like, it's not very clean. Like, the animation itself is very choppy, so by the 90s, it's smooth animation. The quality is really good. Though, watching as a child, I pretty much thought Spider-Man was in college, though he's, like, in high school. (laughs) Because the way they looked, I'm like, yeah, they're totally in college, Yeah, they're very, even Um, in the 60s and the 80s version, they're very, like, big and muscular. Yeah, well-dressed. Yes. And, yeah, I thought it, that one was just very fun. Great introduction to a lot of characters. They did really good stories. And it definitely has stuck with me. That was one that I enjoyed watching. So I'd say that one's the best one. Yeah, and they did a really good job. And they didn't really dumb it down. No, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. And yeah, they like did, that. you know, multi-episode storylines just like mm-hmm. the X-Men did, which you didn't really get a lot from, sat- especially Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. You really didn't see it. And both... Spider-Man and X-Men would do that and sometimes yeah. it's like four or five parts. And the parts. X-Men cartoon was so great yeah. too. And yes. Because in comparison which we'll get to it later but the Disney XD one it maybe kind of want to rewatch the 90s one Yeah, because I want to know did I think it was child because I, I felt that the Disney one's a little bit too kitty for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm, I'm curious how the 90s one is now. I watched a couple and is it's it, 
cheesy-ish? No. I mean, it is, but not like... Not the same, No, yeah. not at all. Well, I think the 90s one probably catered more to the, like, 12 to 14 range. Yeah, I would say yeah. that's about and right. And the Disney XD is a little more the 9 to 10. Yeah. I also, agree. real quick, yeah. um, Zia, since yes. you, you, you recently saw, I wasn't able to watch these... Uh, than you, well, I wasn't able to watch it recently, mm-hmm. but uh, someone pointed out to me that like these are <laughs> that show is for like someone who has ADD, ADHD because of how fast the pacing is. Like, did you notice that? Maybe that's why the ninety Spider Man show is super fast paced. Maybe that's like, why I it like was it. Quick, <laughs> it was really quick. Um, if you guys haven't maybe. noticed that before, yeah. It was no. like, oh man, I got to stop this villain, and it goes cuts to a different yeah. scene. It's just like constant motion. It's super fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you get uh, actual action in it. And mm-hmm. so, are those some of the high points for you with that series? Oh yeah, Zia, absolutely. That, the art style was a big thing for me. Yeah. Obviously, um, the storylines were great. You get awesome, awesome villains. Um, the voice acting feels more natural and less acted. Like it's Firestar. It finally feels normal. Yeah. Like it just feels like they're normal people, conversational. Yeah. And in I'm sorry. To try no, no. The, yeah, the Disney good. one too. It feels it's a little bit of that overacting for right. kids. Just a little bit, not horrible. But this one, yeah, the nineties just feels like natural. normal talking. Yeah. And I like the little jokes that Peter gets. Yeah. It's very much you. F- you see Peter's personality in it, mm-hmm. and so he gets he gets to throw in his little jokes here and there. Yes. They're a little bit cheesy, but I love them because it's him. And also, that's the first one that I saw. So it was again mm-hmm. my Saturday mornings growing up was yeah. that. So it's nostalgia as well. But and I still yes. think that's the best one. But uh, Amy, have you seen much of that one? Because you're only just now starting to watch the animated shows. Or... Um, I haven't seen that one. Okay. I saw okay. another one that we'll okay. get to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say that that's, that's the the best for sure. Uh, the gold standard. And if there were ever a show quite like this again, that'd be perfect. I agree. I feel mm-hmm. like this will be on Disney streaming service. Just mm. like the X-Men yes, animated series will. Mm-hmm. I think probably all of these will be on Disney streaming service, which Aww. would be great. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you can pay for some of them now on Amazon Prime. Yes. I, I, <laughs> by the way, I, I almost did. I did. I, I, and then I stopped myself because I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to have time to watch the whole season yeah. of, of one of these. But uh, I, so I watched something for free on YouTube. Well, we're about yeah. to get to it, but uh, where'd it go? Uh, Orlando Williams in the chat says it's all about the Spider-Man MTV series as it was aimed more towards teens and adults. We'll talk about that in a minute because in between uh, Spider-Man and that is Spider-Man Unlimited, which is essentially (laughs) considered to be the sixth season of the original Spider-Man, but it's a completely different concept and it is not good. (laughs) That one kind of dumbed the art down, right? Yeah. They simplified it. Eyes were literally just two lines with... So like dots in the, the, the style is, is cheaper and just the, the whole concept, mm. it's just oh, bad. A season. Yeah, and episodes. he's transported to like a counter earth and, Ooh, you know, and, yeah, there's no, there's no reason for any of that. Yeah. And I, I don't, I, yeah, just, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't like, I watched the first one and I was just like, nah, I don't, I'm not in, yeah. I didn't even remember that, se- that series existing in all honesty. And I was just like, I am, uh, I am not, I'm not feeling this one. The colors mm-hmm. were very bright, yeah. but not in a good way. Yeah, and it uh, it, high because, contrast. Yeah, yeah. It, it it just didn't it just didn't work. Let's put it that way. Um, I I'm gonna I'm just gonna go right now and say <laughs> this is the worst one. Is uh, Spider Man Unlimited out of all of them? I did like his costume though. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. That's true. Ghost eighty three eighty six agrees with us that the favorite Spider Man was the ninety four TV one. Nice. Uh, so then we have Spider Man the new animated series from two thousand three, which they call it. Oh, this fresh in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the one that's for MTV, and the one that I watched, I I don't know if it's the first one, but uh, Spider-Man encounters someone who is uh, basically stealing from someone's house their um, MTV Movie Award, which I thought was kind of a funny nod to the fact that something. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that was a... um, So the most interesting thing about this series is... That Neil Patrick Harris is the voice of Peter and Spider-Man. What? I really like him as Spider-Man. Really? He was really funny. He has the right tone because Neil Patrick Harris is very funny. Yeah, um, is is Peter is just okay. 
But the uh, the him as Spider Man was really funny. I liked the way he was interacting. Um, it tries to be a little racy, like Spider Man says, "Damn it!" At one point, it's a little mm. it's a little sexed up. In all honesty, <laughs> they're, they're in college, Peter and MJ and uh, Harry Osborn, voiced yeah. by Ian Ziering, who some people know from Nano Two and but more people know in this day and age from Sharknado. So <laughs> that oh yeah, that's Ian Ziering as as uh, Harry Osborn. But in any case. Um, I do, I actually, this is the series that I almost bought all 13 of them, and I'm like, when am I going to watch all 13 of these? But I kind of want to see them because I know that there are episodes with the Kingpin, and the Kingpin is voiced by Michael, Michael Clark Duncan, yeah. who was mm. the Kingpin in the I Daredevil movie. I saw one of those episodes. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of interested in that. Um, I, I think this is an interesting attempt uh, to try and do something different. It only lasted one season because I think MTV... Spider-Man animated series. I don't think it was it, it was a, a marriage that made sense. Yeah, um, what yeah. were your thoughts? I, we were talking before uh, Zia. What did you think about this one? Personally, I was not a big fan. That style made me feel like I was watching The Sims that they mm. modded to make into Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I felt like when I was watching, and I couldn't get past that. I hated MJ with the short hair. Yeah, I didn't. The, I, oh, I, I, never I was liked not that. into yeah. that. New Disney. Um, I don't like cat. Uh, uh, the black black cat. cat with the short hair. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm not down with that either. Why? Yeah. Why? It's not a cute mm. cut. No. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> not cute short hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of hard for me. The story, I, and I also agree, I like Neil Patrick Harris. I couldn't hear it at first. I couldn't hear that it was him. Uh. And then as the episode that I was watching went on, I was like, okay, I hear it now. But I thought that he did a great job with that. Mm. Um, but as far as the story goes, it's not... It's not bad. Like a, their, no, but the criticism okay. is that they didn't use a lot of the real Spidey villains. They created yeah. similar mm. villains, uh, and so that has me not in quite as much of a rush. But I do like him as Spidey, so I'd like to see these, and I do want to see uh, more. I love the Kingpin, um, which might be something we talk about in a couple of minutes. Uh, so let's move to 2008's Spectacular Spider-Man, yes. which... <laughs> right there <laughs> is uh, Anthony's favorite. Really? And the reason well, no, it's why. Not, it's not my favorite, but I just think you, it's. You it's, really like this I one, though. I really like this and one. Yeah. One of the reasons okay. why this one works is that they tried to really stick to the very beginning of Spider Man. There was the run that Stanley and Steve Ditko and then later John Romita had in The Amazing Spider Man. And uh, that was the original concept for the 2003 Spider-Man, but then, you know, it went to MTV and they abandoned that concept. So it was good to stick pretty close to the stories, but then there's also the uh, Michael Bendis, uh, Mark Bagley, Ultimate Spider-Man. So these are sort of all paired together. Um, and there's there were two seasons, so there's 26 episodes. Um, but, uh, you know, this is, this is one of those things that happens with, uh, you know, when rights change and all this stuff and Disney, you know, getting involved. The, the other two that we'll talk about quickly uh, are also Disney series. But, uh, Anthony, this isn't necessarily your favorite, but what is it about this series that stands out? Because I know you've talked about Wait, this a couple times. You said it only had two seasons? It says, it no. says right here that there were two seasons, no, each containing 13 episodes, so that's 26 episodes. No, there's like about four seasons four or five seasons okay. i believe um but yeah it's it's kind of like a it's like take all the best bits of the 90s original animated series and like trim all the fat update all the animation and that's what you get in in uh hmm. spectacular spider-man like it has all the greatest arcs that he goes through starting from the beginning when he turns into spider-man until like the sinister sticks is like probably like the last season where that and that's like the main focus of it and it was just i just remember it being so good because of how just like how they respected the character and like how they went through the, like the, the the arcs like i believe they were paired in two i believe like they were yeah like, each, are, by each the way are you sure you're not thinking of ultimate spider-man because that was four seasons that's from 2012 and yeah. that was for disney xd ultimate spider-man i liked much much better than spectacular spider-man yeah. spectacular spider-man that's oh, the it? other one i saw the animation okay. bothered yeah the, the eyes I hated it the eyes oh, no. oh yes Th this might be the one because i think this one was for uh, i don't actually know where it aired was it spectacular was it cw oh, okay it might have been just two seasons yeah. as well but i remember that was just like best two seasons i ever seen okay um yeah i, I don't know i just uh, i i just remember it reviewing it as a kid i was like this is amazing like this is like because i have seen like the previous spider-mans too and i was like this is probably my second favorite okay. um but yeah it's it well that that's even better because it's <laughs> as shorter and just watch it and it's it's 
pretty damn no, good. No, I do, I do want to see these, and I'm kind of holding out hope by not buying these seasons. I'm like, well, let's see what's on the Disney uh, app because mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, the new Disney streaming service. Yeah, I believe Because it, if I... all of these things are on there, I will definitely watch all of them, and I will, <laughs> I will scour these episodes to find ones I can watch with my son when he's finally old enough. It aired on uh, the CW. Okay, yeah, that's, like that's what I said. Saturday, I, thought, I yeah. thought it was that one, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, well, let's uh, get up to the modern times. Well, Ultimate Spider-Man was also for Disney XD, um, and this is interesting because it's it's a it's a little bit sillier. It's very jokey, and he definitely breaks the third wall. Third wall. He talks to the fourth camera. Wall. Yes. Fourth. I said he does. Third and fourth wall. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he breaks all the walls because he can stick to them. Yeah, the fourth wall. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this one used to be on Netflix, and so I actually watched a bunch of them. I don't know, like a year or two ago. And, uh, you know, there's episodes with the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a lot of great oh, guest stars. That's and cool. I watched um, that one. You were talking, yeah, th- and you were talking about one with Iron Fist? or Oh, with the end of that one, yeah. when they come back. Oh, Iron Fist it. and Power Man are there at yeah. the end. which and is I great. I also really, really love how they put comic book panels into the episode. Oh. Yeah. It's really that style awesome. was really, I, I the like style it. for this one was good. I liked yeah. this one a lot. Definitely and my second favorite. It is actually the longest running Marvel uh, cartoon. There oh. were 104 episodes. Wow, so I think that, that has something to do with why they ended it and I think that they were just like you know look Disney's a corporation they're like yeah yeah this one's good let's go ahead and young it down a little bit so we can have more Mm. of our our core audience actually watching this something that pairs up well with DuckTales which my son does watch. Wait, uh, yes. see, DuckTales, I didn't feel was dumped down though. The new DuckTales? Oh, so either. Oh, I don't know about the new DuckTales. Isn't dumped down? Okay. No, David Tennant's Uncle Scrooge. Not. Oh, yeah. So David I'm just Tennant. saying it might be worth checking out. But anyway, okay. I, I like it. It's fun. What were you gonna say, Anthony? I just wanted like the the only the problem I had about with uh, Ultimate Spider-Man yeah. was just like the the stupid cutaways for the jokes. Yeah, that it was like really, Family Guy. Yeah, that, that really annoyed the crap out of I, me. I liked that. I hated that so much. The first time I saw that, I'm like. Oh, is this episode trying to be like Family Guy? And then you're like, oh, no, they're all like that. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, look, they were having fun. What do you want? But uh, I think what this has in common, Ultimate Spider-Man and the current Marvel Spider-Man, is just getting so many characters from the Marvel Universe in there. And that's fun mm-hmm. to watch and see. Yeah, if um, you haven't seen the episode with the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. watch it just for Groot. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> just I, for Groot. I, that was the first it's one so I watched. Because I looked, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of seasons of this. I'm like, yeah. oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Groot. Well, what and that's it? why, because <clears throat> you sent it out, and you're like, you know, there's fun ones, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was like, oh, cool, so yeah, where that did, one. <laughs> where did you see it now? Did you uh, pay for it on Amazon? I paid Amazon? for it on I Amazon. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was trying to uh, I was trying to catch you for uh, streaming it illegally nope. or something. No, no, no. I pay for my things, guys. <laughs> All of them. Got to pay for everything. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, we can talk a little bit more about the current Spider-Man uh, in the next couple weeks because it will be the only show. But uh, I don't know. It's it's very young. There's I ha- I have some fundamental problems with the concept of the show, like I was saying. But uh, I enjoy watching it because I like to see all the guests. Um, because we're almost out of time, we need to get to. Our favorite Spider-Man villains, and fortunately, there's a lot of common ground amongst all of us. I noticed that. We all have similar number, yeah. in like similar order and everything. Yeah. Except so, mine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I'm glad. I'm I glad yours was different. yours, and I'm like, wait, what about so-and-so? And you mentioned some good, good ones. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's see if I have this right. Yeah, so uh, Amy, Zia, and myself all have number three. Dr. Octopus, <laughs> who is in Spider-Man 2 and is one of the reasons why I think that movie is so good. Yeah. Because, first of all, Alfred Molina was great, but also he's just a great... He's a fully realized Spider-Man villain. I had, I had some problems with Green Goblin uh, in the first one. It... Uh, it didn't translate too well, especially with the crazy armor. But anyway, that's just me. Um, so uh, I don't know. I just I loved seeing him. And you know, for those of you watching on YouTube, you're seeing an image from Amazing Spider-Man 131. The reason why he's such a great villain, uh, he went so far as to try and marry Aunt May once upon a time. Oh. That's, mm. that's how wow. dastardly <laughs> he is. I need to read that one. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and you can you can probably you can get that on uh, Marvel Unlimited. I'm sure it's out there. But anyway. Um, yeah, so that's the that's just sort of uh, you know what uh, Amy, what is it about uh, Doctor Octopus for you? He really annoyed me, so I knew he was doing a really good job as a villain. <laughs> it's a great call. <laughs> it's just yes. so and kind, 
kind of gross. Like mm-hmm. the the scene where you see all of the I guess tentacles kind yeah. of come out is disgusting. I'm like, ew. But yay. Yeah. <laughs> but <Yeah>. Good. <laughs> Good job. And yeah, he uh, is phenomenal. Zia, what about uh, Dr. Octopus for you? Doc Ock, as we call him. It's really how dastardly and evil he is. Yeah. I feel like you really need that in a villain. Yeah, well, and when you get uh, caught up on uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, uh, Doc Ock uh, features very heavily into the episodes airing literally right now. So uh, that'll nice. be, uh, that's fun to oh, I love this. see him still there. Yeah, there's just so much great stuff in Spider-Man 2. That's and such a good Look at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I know. And this is... Uh, I don't know. This, yeah, this. I, you're making me just want to watch this whole Same, movie again. I was just going to say that. I want to go back and rewatch yeah, this. It's I, been years for me, so like, yeah. I really need it's to watch time. this. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's. Uh, and, so uh, I didn't love Kirsten Stewart as Kirsten Dunst. 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 Kirsten Sorry. Stewart yeah, would have been that awful. Been she been, that would have been the worst way, thing worse. ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kirsten Dunst. I mean, she's adorable. Uh, she's a pretty lady, and I don't know. Just something about her was not. She didn't feel like MJ. MJ. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, MJ needs a little more sass. She needs some more sexuality, too. I feel like she was just like a very, like, yeah. Because she's a model. And I just feel like uh, Kristen's a little bit more. Well, she's not a model yet. Girl next door. But I know what you mean. Yeah, she's, well, she's literally the girl next door. Yeah, Yeah. she needs a little more edge. I agree. But uh, But I didn't hate her. She gets gets to feature pretty heavily into this uh, sequence for those watching on YouTube that we could see with Doc Ock. And uh, this is just so well done. And again, when you get it, you know, the the, the first two movies have, uh, you know, you have Alfred Molina and... He's um, such a, he's a great actor. He's yeah, a great no, he's actor great. Well. Yeah. And you have Willem Dafoe in the first one. You, like, yeah. They cast oh. the villains oh really well. Oh my gosh. You know? uh, yeah. Willem yes. Dafoe as Norman Osborn was great. Uh, the, I didn't love the Green Goblin armor, but... Uh, it's, that's not yeah. his fault. That's uh, not his fault. Incan TV in the chat agrees Doc Ock was... Or says Doc Ock was the first villain to beat Spidey. True. And then uh, Christian Jackson says, Same, I need to rewatch. Um, so, uh, for me, I'm going to do my number two and then my number one, and then we'll circle back, but you'll see why. Uh, so my number two is someone that a lot of people think of as a daredevil villain, but I swear to you, he's a great (laughs) Spider-Man villain. And that is Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin, who was introduced as a Spider-Man villain. He just sort of transitioned to dealing with Daredevil. I believe Amazing Spider-Man number 50. Did not do the research on that. I'm just guessing. But, uh, and he, it's funny because I had read a comment recently that, you know, he only really turned into a bad guy when he started dealing with Daredevil. But he was a, a huge thorn in uh, in Spidey's life. Yes. And uh, for, uh, from the 60s onward. And there's, uh, I don't know, there's plenty of great instances of that. And, oh, that one right there, Anthony. That's yeah, just, he's in that's the just cartoon. one. He was in the 90s cartoon. He was in the cartoon. 90s cartoon, yeah. yeah. This is just one image of, that I just came across that I liked is because he's like, you know, he's stepping on Spider-Man. He's like, I'm going to smash you with this couch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you could do a lot worse. But uh, I don't know. I just always thought he was this really cool, imposing, you know, great, you know, uh, crime lord, basically. So I think he's a great character. I really like him as a Spidey villain. But of course, he's fully realized as a Daredevil villain. I'm not trying to count that short, but I think of him as a Spidey villain. Uh, so then my oh, number yeah. one is the same number two that Amy and Zia have, <laughs> which is, in fact, uh, the Green Goblin. And uh, Z, I will let you go first this time. And also, by the way, uh, Carrie's number three, the Green Goblin. So, uh, Z, I'll let you go first. What is it that you like the most about the Green Goblin? I love the um, emotional element that's there because it's Harry Osborn's father. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that, and I just love his entire story. I love, we are just talking about Willem mm-hmm. Dafoe. I love mm-hmm. him in everything. He is fantastic in the movies. Um, and yeah, he's also a thorn in um, in Spider Man's side. He's also the reason that, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Gwen Stacy died. Yeah, well, yeah, actually, yes. what uh, what sure. Anthony was showing uh, while you were talking uh, on YouTube, there are there's two images. There's mm-hmm. one which is the cover for Amazing Spider Man 122. At the end of 121, Gwen Stacy dies. 
and it's because the Green Goblin throws her off of a bridge. Now, tragically, we've talked about this before, um, Spider-Man is actually the one who kills her because he shoots his web to try and stop her fall, and he snaps her neck, which she makes it... Which is so gruesome. It's terrible, yeah. but she would have died if she, she would have died also, anyway. so it's but kind of like... There's just this, like, crack, and yeah. you're just like, did I just read that? But yeah. uh, So then 122 starts the next month, and uh, it doesn't go well for the Green Goblin. Spider-Man does not kill him. What happens is that the Green Goblin tries to kill kills Spider-Man with his little glider, and Spider-Man has Spider-Sense. So he jumps out of the way, and the Green Goblin does not have the the kind of reflexes. So that's how he Hmm. dies. And look, there's a lot of different ways that Norman Osborn comes back. Harry Osborn is the Green Goblin at one point. Whatever. But that's the the Norman Osborn-Green Goblin story arc. And it ends so tragically, there's these two issues. Gwen Stacy dies, so his girlfriend dies, and his nemesis die within the space of two months. So, uh, those to me are like the two best Spider-Man stories, amongst the best. Anyway, so uh, now we're seeing, once again, we're seeing Kirsten Dunst as MJ and with the Green Goblin. This is very similar to the sequence that is in Amazing Spider-Man 121, where she gets thrown off the bridge, but in Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Gwen Stacy is that is actually uh, what you see that, well... That was my favorite part. She's dressed the same. Like, when uh, Emma Stone is dressed like Gwen Stacy in Amazing Spider-Man 121 yeah. in that scene, when you see her and you're like, oh, this isn't going to go well. But anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, so I think he was really well done. And you got to remember, we didn't have a lot of good comic book movies at this point Mm -hmm. and it was so great to see these characters on the screen I know that people were a little harsh on Tobey Maguire I liked him at the time I think he was a good Peter Parker I think he was a good in the first one yeah I think he was a good Spider-Man definitely not in the third one when he's like emo yeah that's terrible the third one is awful but uh, definitely the first and probably the second the second one is still very good yeah Yeah. but anyway that's my favorite but anyway so uh, I think that it was just great to see these, these characters fully realized on the big screen um, a character who was not well realized on the big screen was uh, Zia's number one who is Venom who Venom. is played by Topher Grace in which Spider-Man 3 so which I, look I like Topher Grace in a lot of things he was just miscast. That's not his fault. It's not. He should not it's... have been Venom in this no. movie. Um, so hopefully we get a do-over with Venom. But talk about, uh, Zia, why you like Venom so much. Because he's exactly what a villain should be. He is so freaking creepy, and I love it. Like, his teeth, his tongue, his how giant he is, that his powers go, like, they kind of match. They go sort of hand-in-hand with Spider-Man. Yeah. So I love watching them fight. Um, and I'm really, really excited. The more I see about this new movie, the Tom the, Hardy, yes, yeah. the more I'm excited about it because they, I feel like they really captured the essence of Venom and they got him right. And um, I'm really looking forward. And to what that. we're seeing right now is not getting no, Venom right. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I the character's great. When he was first introduced in the comics, I'm like, this is such a crazy idea. Spider-Man's black costume, yes. which was revealed to be a symbiote and alive and all this turns into this thing and you're like well this is such a crazy idea I just burned out of them because they used them way too much in the comics and like Carnage came up right after that and I'm like alright enough already but uh, I think it'll be great to see a good version of him in a movie uh, good version of a character in a movie I thought it was interesting the choice uh, not Amy's choice Vulture for her number one I thought when I first heard that Vulture was going to be the villain in Spider-Man Homecoming I'm like Vulture but Michael Keaton is so good He's so great. So talk a little bit about why that was an easy number one for you. I realize that while picking these villains, sometimes all it takes is one really, really, really good scene. Um, I don't think that's the case with Vulture because I think every single one of his scenes is fantastic. But the scene... Yes. This is my favorite scene in the movie. In the car, when he's honestly, like, he's not even fully being Vulture. (laughs) There it is. That scene, there's so much freaking tension between... Um, him and uh, Peter, and it's just crazy to see that. And uh, when, I just, love this. There's part. just a moment where when he realizes it, and he's like, yeah, "Good That's, old Spider-Man," and, and that, and, ooh. and Liz is just on her phone, no idea what's going on. Yep. I, that I, I said that that's great filmmaking. That's not uh-huh. great superhero movie stuff. No, that's just great. And you had a great actor. Mm-hmm. Look, not that Tom Holland's not good, but I mean, Michael Keaton's amazing. So Both that scene is together. so good. Mm-hmm. And so his scenes as Vulture are great too. But the fact that he's this guy in this scene 
that was such a great reveal. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I that that makes that movie so good. Oh yeah, uh, and that was an excellent choice for number one. I, I was agree. Uh, I just couldn't I couldn't go there myself, but I was glad you did. Um, <laughs> they made a better version of from comic to film. Yeah. Like the the if you did the one that's in the comic and the cartoon, well, he's really old actually. Yeah, and stealing people's youth and like how that yeah. works. I don't think it'd quite translate on a live action yeah. movie. Uh, not the way we're already, not the way we've had them so far. So I, not on my list, but I liked how they reimagined him, and he was much cooler and creepier, and it worked. Well, as a speaking real of version. your list, you yeah. know, let's round this out uh, with uh, a fascinating choice. Who I, I don't disagree with at all. It's just not someone I thought of. Uh, your number two was Morbius. Talk about why you like him. Now we were talking about villains, and I was like, well, maybe not like he's the best villain, as in a you know a foe. But I thought he was such an interesting character, and I like the vampire concept being yeah. a little bit different. Um, also, has a really good long arc in the cartoon. Uh, I don't know how he is in the comic, but I just remember liking his storyline within the cartoon series. Yeah, and for those watching on YouTube, I found a little sequence from the Fox animated series, the 1994 yeah. animated series. Just a little little uh, showdown between Spidey and Morbius, because I, I thought it was kind of cool looking, yeah. Yeah, it's a villain you got to actually have conversations with eventually, yeah. and he kind of becomes this anti-hero. So it was an interesting development for a villain instead of just... I evil, I destroy. And didn't we talk about there's a movie yeah. being developed yes. in this? I feel like that was something that Anthony, you told us about that, right? Yeah, yeah. Jared, really cool. Jared Leto's going to be playing uh, Morbius. Oh, no. Why did you tell me that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too bad. He was good in Dallas Buyers Club, though. He, so, yeah. you know, well, I think maybe. He could pull it off. Well. So it's an interesting. I think he's a more intriguing villain than some of the other ones where you, you, you want to know more about the You definitely character. want to know more about it. Um, and I. Really like your first choice, uh, your number one choice, uh, Craven the Hunter, who yes. is a great character who's very underappreciated. And so I was interested yeah. that you chose him. So talk a little bit about what you like about Craven. Yeah. yeah, this made me think about like what villains stood out. And again, this was another one from the cartoon that stood out to me. And now this is a villain that's like, I'm going to kill you. And I think it was one of the few times where you actually kind of worried for Spider-Man. Like, yeah. oh, no, this person, like, wants to destroy you. Not just the... Because some of the other villains are so grandiose. This guy seems to have a little bit more laser focus. And I don't know. Just something about him stood out because he's not like the other ones. Right. Well, uh, I mentioned this just a couple weeks ago. But in the comics, there was this just redefinition of the character for a six-part series called Craven's Last Hunt, which was amazing. And it ran through all three Spider-Man titles at the time. It was written by uh, uh, J.M. DeMattis, who actually has written episodes of the current Spider-Man series, and drawn by Mike Zeck, who had done uh, Marvel Superhero Secret Wars and the Punisher Limited series. So it's this great series. And speaking of that series, uh, happy birthday to Carrie Lane. I got a collection of Craven's Last Hunt because I thought uh, it's awesome. Some would say that it is the best Spider-Man story I was reading. It is a great Spider-Man story. It's from a very interesting time period. It's right before he marries Mary Jane, and that factors into it a little bit. Um, But uh, it's a yeah, it's a great story. So good and creepy on the back. Yeah, that's yeah. Mike Zach was is a great artist who couldn't. His style didn't yeah. lend itself to, you know, being a monthly artist. He would do a lot of miniseries nice. and things. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And then, you yeah. know, maybe when you're done, you'll let the you'll let the other girls borrow <laughs> it. But maybe not. I don't know. Hey, maybe you it's don't want to share. Special book. Uh, it's a great story. Uh, well, anyway, so yeah, can I yeah. bring up an honorable mention? Please do. This I, I remember this guy. This guy like creeped me out for some reason. It's, right? This is especially not Craven. Actually, I haven't oh. revealed who he is. Sorry. Um, but this man, it, speci- specifically from the animated series, the mm. '90s series, it was Hydro Man. Mm. You guys ever saw that whole yeah. arc? Chat room brought that up. Yeah, because like nice. Mary Jane dies in a sense and comes back as like a hydro person, and I was just mm. like, that really creeped me out as a kid. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's there's characters like you know uh, Hydro Man and Sandman are oh, two. Sandman yeah, they're they're creepy. two characters that can be done really well. Uh, just you know aren't always. So uh, I think you're singing Mr. Sandman. Yes, that was so. happening over there. I just wanted to make sure that uh, that you knew that I. Knew. Um, yeah, but no, he's a great call. Um, I did. Really fast, we're going to wrap up in a minute, yeah. but I also had an honorable mention, and I sent an yes. image for it. Uh, I went with the Hobgoblin, who is Ooh. really just 
a, a reimagining of the Green Goblin. Right. But right when I was reading comic books, it was right after he had been introduced. And he basically finds all of Norman Osborn's old technology, and he's like, oh, great, I'm just going to have a different colored mask and all that. But he's a really cool character, and he sort of was just an updated version of the Green Goblin. And uh, there's different incarnations of him, a lot of different, uh, you know, some MacGuffins about who really was the Hobgoblin. So, uh, you know, dig up some Hobgoblin stories. There's a few collections. But uh, I just wanted to give him an honorable mention. Anyway, uh, as always, uh, we went a little long. But uh, <laughs> when we talk about Spider-Man, it's hard, it's hard to really wrap it up quickly. But uh, we appreciate everybody in the chat. Are there any one or two final comments that you have in there, uh, Carrie, that you want to share? Uh, yeah, Billie Jean points out that, yeah, when Hydra-Man comes back in the animated series, I liked and uh, says that. And then reveal that Mary Jane was a clone. Yeah, Spoilers. don't get me started about the clone yeah. storylines. Yeah. I was talking to Z about that Just before. before. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, but a lot of people were agreeing, and thank you, Tony, for bringing up the Hydra Man, because chat was like, hey, yeah. what about that? Nice. Well, uh, please let us know, for those watching the archive version, go ahead and comment on uh, the YouTube post and then also on iTunes. And you can uh, tweet at all of us. Uh, next week, our topic is going to be your favorite X-Men movie. And um, I have to actually think about it because uh, mm-hmm. I thought I had an answer. And then I'm like, well, I did really like this one, though. But anyway, oh. so we will talk <laughs> about that next week. Uh, no no spoilers. Rewatch it. But uh, we, uh, yes. we appreciate everybody who joined us uh, in the chat and just uh, watching and listening. So we will see you next Sunday at 10 Pacific. But uh, until then, I'm Christian Bot. You can follow me at Christian DMZ. And Zia, where do people find you? You can find me at Zia underscore land, spelled X-I-A. And Amy? You guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra M-T-Z. Carrie Lane. Yes, you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And we were talking about Spider-Man, so I want to give a special thank you, uh, shout out and thank you to TV Store Online. Uh, they have a lot of really cool geeky tees and... You're into Spider-Man. They got that and all kinds of stuff. So and if you're not out. into Spider-Man, why are you still watching us? Because we've been talking about right. it for almost a while. <laughs> yeah. And of course, in the booth <laughs> at Tony B Tony underscore. Hey, well, thank you. And uh, we will, like I said, we'll see you all next Sunday. Until then, Excelsior. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 